1: Today we're discussing a recent controversial statement by Professor Malina Abdullah, a prominent figure in the Black Lives Matter movement. She suggested that being a fan of pop star Taylor Swift might have racist implications. Now this isn't the first time Abdullah has shared provocative opinions. She's been known to stir the pot with her views on race relations and activism. Abdullah's comments have sparked a heated debate with reactions ranging from support to backlash. To understand the context of Abdullah's comments, we need to delve into her past statements. Melina Abdullah, a professor from California, is no stranger to controversy. She has previously stirred the pot with her suggestion to exclude white people from Juneteenth celebrations. This was a rather divisive proposal that sparked heated debates. Then, there was her defense of Jussie Smollett before he was convicted for staging a hate crime. Her support for Smollett, despite the mounting evidence against him, raised many eyebrows. But perhaps her most contentious stance is her criticism of the police, which she likens to historical slave catchers. These statements, like her most recent one, have provoked strong reactions and highlight the complexities of race relations and activism in contemporary society. Abdullah's comments about Taylor Swift fans and her other provocative statements have sparked varied reactions. From one corner, you have individuals who strongly resonate with her perspectives, viewing them as an urgent call to examine the subtleties of racism embedded in pop culture. These supporters praise Abdullah for her boldness in challenging what they perceive as systemic racism, even in seemingly innocuous spaces like music fandom. However, there's another side to this coin. There are those who vehemently disagree with Abdullah's comments. They argue that tying personal music preferences to racial bias is an overreach and it dilutes the focus from more pressing racial issues. Regardless of the side, one thing is clear. Abdullah's remarks have ignited a widespread conversation about race relations and activism. They've forced a reevaluation of how we perceive and discuss these complex issues. The controversy surrounding Abdullah's comments underscores the complexities of discussing race and racism in today's society. Savage.
2: Real talk, no filter on. Savage, unfiltered. Savage. All righty, guys. Uh, you know, I. I I want to discuss this issue here uh, that seems to be trending on social media, right? Uh, we have a a woman that you just heard in the uh, video as we opened up the show. Um, the Abdul, right? Uh, I don't even want to say the last name because I, I know I'm already going to butcher it. But there seems to be an issue from Black Lives Matter, okay, with white supremacy, right? They're throwing that out left and right out the window uh, to America here with white supremacy. Now, this is not the first time we've heard, you know, Controversy from you know Black Lives Matter and through you know other groups in that area, right? Now, stating this, okay, because I want to read a little bit off of what I seen earlier this morning on Breitbart News, the latest Super Bowl win, right? if anybody paid attention to the um, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers, right? Uh, the latest win coming out of the Chiefs. Now, this is coming from a professor, folks. A college professor is now stating that And you can't make this up, guys. If you want to uh, look at the article, we'll leave in the show notes here on our audio uh, platforms and including our Rumble page as well, uh, as well as uh, X here. Um, Right on Breitbart, uh, uh, the article's right there for you to read. Um, Literally trending on, on Breitbart as well as X here. Professor now stating that the Super Bowl win for the Chiefs is considered white supremacy, and it's slightly racist uh, if you are a Taylor Swift fan. So all the Swifties out there, if you are a Swifty fan of Taylor Swift, uh, you're considered racist. Get those peanuts, huh, folks? Now, I want to read more about this, uh, but before I do, folks, I I I do want to get a... um, a uh an add-in uh to one of our sponsors here on the show hello fresh that's right guys uh they've been sponsoring us now for oh god what shaky about maybe going on two weeks now so thank you very much hello fresh big hat tip to you guys uh america's number one meal kit guys that's right they are known for it scan this qr code guys and uh you are going to experience america's freshest ingredients under this company of their umbrella hello fresh uh amazing amazing products guys on their website uh from protos to meats to just about everything guys uh will be delivered to your doorstep uh number one the number one meal kit in america i love them Hello, Fresh. Love you guys. Uh, back to the show. I, I, I wanna, I wanna get into this unhinged professor, uh, which is a Pan African uh, study uh, coming out of Cal State University out of Los Angeles, has proclaimed, now proclaimed that the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl win uh, is an example, a large example from him. As white supremacy. How? How is that considered white supremacy? I may, I, I, I have to ask that question. I mean, seriously, folks.
3: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer.
2: I know our country is backwards with culture and everything. We're seeing that left and right. But how in the hell is a Super Bowl win? It doesn't matter if the Kansas City City Chiefs won or the San Francisco 49ers. How is that considered white supremacy and how being a Taylor Swift fan is slightly racist? Folks, this shit is like literally stupid, stupid on. Un- I mean, things that you just want to go like, huh? Huh? Right. <laughs> so I'm reading more about this here. And it said an X post, uh, which is going viral now on the platform by Melina Abdul or Abadale. Right. I told you I'm going to try her last name. i Butchered it. I know that. Uh, whose real name is Melina Rachel uh, Remen? Ria Man? Is that how you say it, Shaky? Right? What, what Oh, what, is she slightly embarrassed by her real name that she can't give out her real name, which is Melina Rachel? Why aren't you using your real name? Hmm. She must be embarrassed. Troubled childhood. Just assumptions, right, Shaky? Just assumptions. (laughs) I mean, so she writes this. That the Super Bowl 58 win. Into a racist conspiracy theory, uh, which also not only Breitbart picked up this article, but as well as the New York Post uh, reported this as well, too. Folks, this is like what? Come on, <laughs> let's read more about this. In an X tweet post, is an X tweet or is it a post? What do we say now, shaky? An X post, right? We don't do the tweets anymore because everything is X X. So in an X post, she writes this. Why do I feel like this was some right-wing white supremacist conspiracy? Boo! Hashtag Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, she wrote that, folks, um, about a week and a half ago on February 11th. Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, I'm looking at some of the replies, which um, stirred up a lot. A lot, folks. I mean, <laughs> white supremacy. It's white supremacy, huh? Huh, Melina? White supremacy. Even though, even though, get this, folks, even though the quarterback is biracial. How's it white supremacy when you have a quarterback the winning quarterback of that team is biracial right I guess it's not white supremacy huh Molina <laughs> <laughs> oh boy this I mean and, and it goes on to even saying this that um now get this going back to the you know the crank professor you know that that's claiming this to be more white supremacy just like Molina. Uh, leaves no doubt about how she thinks of herself with her ex-bio, saying she is a professor of Pan-African Studies at Cal State L.A. Hashtag a Black Lives Matter organizer of the Pan-Africanist hip-hop scholar and daughter of God, womenist, truth teller mama. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. I tell you. You know, you know, you know what the problem is, folks? These people, they live in uh, la la land, delusional. They are. They're, they're highly, highly delusional. They are so psychotic. Uh, they they will make up anything, folks, to stir the pot, you know, get some people on the right a little hysterical with the wording, uh, you know, it's going to jump the left. The are I mean, the left are going to jump up in joy. They're going to be like, yeah, yeah, Melita. Yeah, you're doing something right. You're doing something right, right? If it doesn't get any worse, folks, you're about to listen to this here. Um, In fact, she is openly admitted to just the point replying on her ex account and saying, folks think they're attacking me by asking why I think everything is racist. I'm not offended. Virtually everything is racist. Oh, yeah. How is everything racist? So you go from stating all Swifty fans of Taylor Swift are slightly racist. They're slightly racist. So I guess they're not fully racist, right, Shaky? Oh, boy. Savage Now, her father, John, which is a self-proclaimed communist and a union thug, even her even her grandfather, a member a member of the Communist Party in Germany, so she has some traits of communism uh, in her background, her family background, right. And yes, that means her father is white. So, is your is your father uh, a white supremacist? Just throwing that out there, All right? Just throwing that out there. <laughs> the garbage, folks, that we we have to put up with. I mean, uh, check this clip out guys. we 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 put a clip in that I want to show you here of just the chaos behind this entire white supremacy crap.
5: White supremacy is on the rise, and it has a new face driven in large part by the rise of the alt right. White supremacists believe the white race is in danger of extinction. They feel like they're being replaced, blaming non-whites for their national economic troubles.
1: White people should have the same treatment as any other groups. We should be able to stand up for ourselves.
5: Middle-aged and overwhelmingly male, white supremacists have moved from online activism into the real world. This is Barbara Perry, director of the Center on Hate, Bias, and Extremism, who says white supremacy has a new, more subtle look.
4: They're not wearing the, the white robes of the Klan, and they're not wearing the black leather jackets of the, uh, of the skinheads. Many of them are white-collar workers. Um, they're well-educated, they're sophisticated, and their use of technology, they're sophisticated in their language and their construction, uh, construction of narratives. Um, so the, the, the movement really has changed its face.
5: In the U.S., public white supremacy events have increased by 123 percent since 2016. By 2018, the number of known hate groups in the U.S. rose to its highest level in two decades, pushed by a combination of political polarization, anti-immigrant sentiment, and social media platforms that spread propaganda online.
4: What is different now is people are more empowered to come out with their beliefs, thinking that it's become normalized because of various factors, such as uh, the Trump election in the States, the rise of uh, nationalism throughout Europe uh, and Brazil and uh, throughout the world
5: and sometimes it could have deadly consequences. A man murdered 50 worshipers and critically wounded nine more at two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand on
4: March 15th. These are not lone actors. They acted individually, but they're shaped by a greater collective of which they're a part.
5: The guns used in the mass killing were decorated with the names of several violent white supremacists. Experts believe there is a trickle-down effect when it comes to feeling emboldened.
4: When people turn on the TV and they see constant uh, battling between the left and the right, they see Trump saying openly racist things on CNN, and and they're feeling enabled that they too can can now come forward and, and share beliefs that they previously thought were embarrassing or shameful.
5: Hadigan is a former white supremacist who helped shut down the Heritage Front, one of Canada's most powerful white supremacist groups in the 90s.
4: Unfortunately, with the advent of the internet, um, somebody can recruit from 2,000 miles away. The message propagates faster than anything we've ever seen before.
5: Recruiting tactics are ruthless. She says they befriend those with low self-esteem, the people who feel like they don't belong. Hadigan immigrated from then-communist Romania as a young girl. Her father died, and her mother was abusive. She ended up in a foster home.
4: So I was 16, uh, just dropped out of high school, and uh, really angry and alone, and didn't have a sense of belonging, didn't know who I was. And one day I was watching television, and I saw a guy, clean-cut man in a suit, talking about, what's wrong with being proud of your European heritage?
5: She was soon the face of the organization, a clean-cut, innocent-looking European girl.
4: I was groomed very quickly. Um, Within a month or two, I was speaking at rallies, I was paraded in front of the media as a spokesperson for the organization and I was taught how to recruit other people.
5: The trick, find a person's worst fear and let it fester.
4: Maybe they lost a scholarship to an Asian student or their girlfriend left them for a black guy. Whatever it was, I was taught to figure it out and and go in for the kill.
5: The message is this, hate is self-preservation. Hadigan says today's hateful messages are now disguised as free speech.
4: It's a move that I call going from the boots to the suits.
5: Looking back historically, the Ku Klux Klan emerged in the late 1800s and re-emerged in the 1920s, where public lynching and racial terrorism was common practice. It comes back again in the 80s, except this time with neo nazi Savage!
2: Yeah, folks, I mean, you know, we, we played that uh, little lengthy um, video uh, of, you know, how... Uh, certain minority groups, um, you know, they, they, they see white people as white supremacists, you know. And uh, what struck me in that one part of that video uh, was, uh, was it her grandfather or a family member that basically said, you know, what's wrong with being proud of your heritage, your culture? Uh, again, folks, I want to say that to some of my listeners, people that are, you know, want us here on X um what's uh, what's wrong with that? What is wrong with being proud of your culture or your heritage? No matter what race, creed uh, or color you represent. What's wrong with being proud of being white? What's wrong with proud of being black, right? What is wrong with being proud of being Asian, Hispanic, uh, any of that, folks? What is wrong with being proud of that? Of course, you know, some of the people that may uh, listen to what I had just mentioned or presented here on the show will question that. Will question that motive, will question the actual statement and say that, well, white people get more privilege over certain heritage of people. No, folks. No. We don't live in the 1950s. We don't live in the 40s nor the 20s, 1800s anymore. I'm sure that may have been a thing of the past, but here is reality for some of the people that are tuning in. Okay? There are just the same amount of black individuals as white individuals that get equal opportunity. They're out there, folks. Look at your large corporations. Okay? Look at your political establishments. Congress said it. You're trying to tell me that those individuals, and whether it is a... Uh, a political uh umbrellas such as congress or the senate uh including the presidential cabinet going down to private businesses are giving more opportunity to white people over black people or maybe hispanic or asian what a crock of shit that is folks i'm tired of hearing this nonsense
3: are truly, truly extreme. These MAGA extremists believe that America should be a sovereign nation. They want our borders to be secured and believe that people must migrate here legally instead of illegally. These MAGA extremists believe that we should not get involved in foreign wars. These people don't like war. They don't want a world with war. They're crazy. These MAGA extremists believe that women should be the only ones competing in women's sports. These MAGA extremists don't believe that men can get pregnant. These MAGA extremists believe that people should be hired based on their credentials and not their skin color or who they sleep with. It's disgusting. These MAGA extremists believe that babies inside the womb are human beings. These extremists believe that it's hypocritical to purchase oceanfront property or to fly around on private jets or to own multiple homes if we truly believe in climate change. This is a hard one, but these mega extremists also believe that good guys, should be allowed to have guns. These extremists want more products made in America. This one just, it gets me. It. These extremists, they believe that the government should not be able to forcibly inject an individual with something that they don't want in their body. <laughs> like the individual should have a choice or something like that. I, I I don't get it. These MAGA extremists, they want free speech. They want the ability to be able to say whatever they want to say. Like even mean things. These people are terrifying. Absolutely terrifying.
2: Is this what groups like Black Lives Matter And other hateful groups here in America want to present to the American people? Seriously, ask that question. Because here's my philosophy on it. That is going to create the ultimate divide in this nation. Everybody wants to talk about war and how war does not benefit any country in the world. Let me go back to that. Because because people that I just mentioned, these groups, they benefit off that, folks. They benefit off of it. Whether it's a political war or a... Warfare of tension and conflict, other countries and groups benefit off of it. They make large amounts of money, and you're clearly seeing that right now with the great divide here in the United States. Uh, We are experiencing probably the largest form of culture wars, heritage wars ever before. I think some of our conflicts that we see here in the United States is far worse uh, than going back to the original Civil War here in the United States. Far worse. Uh, this country is so f- farly divided than ever before. And it's sad. It's sad that you, uh, you, you see a country so great as the United States become the way it is today. Savage.
0: So this story coming out is just wild. Taylor Swift allegedly had Kanye West removed from the Super Bowl after he tried to upstage her on Sunday night. Apparently Taylor made a call to have Kanye booted after he intentionally bought seats that were in front of hers. She was there cheering on her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, in a VIP box with her celebrity friends. It was said that Kanye then strategically placed himself in front of Taylor to photobomb any footage of her during the game's broadcast. So she got him removed from his seat. This version of events comes from ex-NFL star Brandon Marshall, who shared a suite with the NFL commissioner Roger Goodall at the big game. He made this shocking act.
2: Put that on pause right there for a minute, shaky. Look at the, uh, look at the mask that they're wearing. Now, folks, before, before I say anything, let that picture in your head there for a minute, okay? He's wearing a mask, a dark mask, okay, with, what the hell is that, Shaky? It looks like uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, uh, basically, what is that, on his nose going into his forehead? Yeah, look at that. A black uh, jumpsuit, robe-looking thing, outfit with just dark colors now I, I, I don't want to make I, I try to I, I, I don't want to make any assumptions or at least I don't want to try to make any assumptions but folks is is if, if that is not if that is not a hateful message, I don't know what else is check more of it out guys
0: on his paper route podcast on Monday but of course we have to mention that there is no evidence that this story is totally accurate. At one point oh, no when evidence? he was telling it he briefly mixes up Taylor Swift with Katy Perry who wasn't even uh-huh. at the game. He does go into a lot of detail though so it sounds like there could be some kind of truth to it. Marshall says so Kanye West pulls up to the Super Bowl. Kanye buys a ticket right in front of Katy Perry's booth so anytime they are going to be showing Katy Perry Kanye's face was going to be there. He had a mask on with his logo." go on the mask Uh. he then corrects himself and says so Taylor Swift gets pissed off and she makes a call or two everyone is involved and he gets kicked out of the stadium Marshall accused Kanye of trying to leverage Taylor's celebrity status in order to make some money whenever she was inevitably going to be shown on TV and that kind of makes sense considering that she's like always on camera but how accurate is this version of events Kanye and his wife Bianca Sensori were photographed at the game they were also shown in the stands during the broadcast There was no mention of them being kicked out of the Allegiant Stadium, though. And if that really did happen, then it probably would have been a huge story, and you would have read about it everywhere. But according to Kanye, he was not trying to upstage her again. His representative commented on this story, and they said this is a completely fabricated rumor. Yeah, it's
2: a fabricated rumor. Seriously, a fabrication of the rumor. You know, that's how rumors get started and everything else. You know, I mean, come on. What the hell happened to the lights, uh, Shaky? Jesus Christ. so here here here's my here's my question on this more here uh you know i i i I wanna uh go to a a, another video here okay with how the rumors are being spread across and everybody's losing their minds they're losing their minds check this out (laughs) oh my god Oh my God! What's this? Stories been.
4: the usher money she'd retreat. Kim Kardashian and her younger sister Khloe teamed up with the other younger sister Kendall at the 2024 Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Video shared on Khloe's Instagram story showed that the sisters were dancing in the stands at the Allegiant Stadium while the musician belted out hits like Caught Up, Love in the Club, My Boo, and of course, Yeah. Khloe called the hitmaker a legend in one clip, while another showed her mouthing the lyrics to Burn with Kendall and Kim and their friend Lala Anthony as usher stripped down. Down to just his white trousers for his performance of "You Got It Bad." Chloe wrote, "I love you" alongside the clip. The siblings and Haley Bieber then danced to "Yeah" before Chloe, Kim, and Anthony flashed their usher money, featuring the singer's face. Kendall meanwhile oh, I, took I, TikTok I guess, to
2: share. I guess that's more uh more white supremacy, right, folks? Uh, we got to show the white girls on camera. More white supremacy, right? Uh God forbid, God forbid, we 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 can't we can't show that. Oh, more. More uh, more white supremacy. God forbid, you know. I mean, you know, uh, we can't have that. We, we can't have that in America. We can't have more uh, videos of, 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 uh, of white people that, than black people. Uh, it's just a simple of that. Uh, guys, I want to go back to some of these clips, uh, you know, before we clip uh, dip out. But um, more of this coming from Breitbart and the New York Post covering this with Milena. All right, Abdul Abadale or whatever the fuck her last, which whatever she wants to call herself, man, she'll be calling herself uh, Duck Duck Go tomorrow or some stupid, r- ridiculous nonsense. But uh, here's here's the thing: she writes. Okay, when fake ass journalists from right wing outlets turn tweets into news, they spur actual violent messages and responses. From their idiotic white delusionalist followers, we do. Oh, there might be some s- small amount of that right wing extremists that you kind of claim us to be. I'll give uh, I'll give her a little credit. There probably are some small amounts of right wing extremists out there, but slim to none, folks. Uh, what she is referring to. Uh, these tweets that turn into news, uh, first of all, uh, uh, that would be considered fake news, Melina, uh, because it's not actual, it's not factual. It's not accurate information. Uh, it's what you would call spin or narrative of what you're referring to, uh, because that is not accurate. Okay. Uh, idiotic white delusionist followers, um, the, the right-wing party known as the Republicans, um, some, some are delusional. Uh, I'll give her that, too. Uh, some have you know, their bolts a little loose, just like the far left of the Democratic Party. Um, but again, uh, of what you're referring to, uh, violent responses, um, that would most likely come from a rhino. Uh, Which you would have to separate a a rhino and a conservative because where she's going with this, and I want to state this here on the show, um, conservatives do not spread tweets or posts or, you know, idiotic, uh, violent responses. You you would normally see that from the far left. Uh, You would see that from a communist. You would see that from a socialist. Uh, You would see that from hateful groups such as Black Lives Matter, uh, which do not represent black uh, individuals whatsoever. You had clearly seen that, you know, well through the pandemic or plandemic of like I call it, uh, going back to even uh, 2018, 2019, going further back than that. So, uh, Melina, I, I hate to correct you on your own tweet, but, you know, stating stuff like this garbage on X Uh, I would call you a fake-ass journalist, and I would also call you an idiotic, uh, violent person Uh, that's not only spreading spin, but you are spreading narratives uh, to your idiotic, delusional followers. So just throwing that out there for you. More videos here on this craziness that we're seeing here. You know, talking about the Super Bowl. We're talking about, you know, uh, how the Chiefs are considered uh, white supremacist, And I don't even know how to even respond to that, you know, to be honest with you. But before we go any further, guys, I do want to say thank you uh, to my friends over there on Blackout Coffee. That's right, guys. Uh, If you are a fan of Blackout Coffee, I am. I love them. Uh, check out Blackout Coffee today, guys, or scan this QR code. Uh, it is truly coffee for our America's warriors. Um, uh, use this promo code today, guys, Savaged, uh, for 15% off your order. Uh, and you are going to love their fresh coffee uh, from 2A Guns and Gadgets. Uh, to one of my favorites on there brutal awakening right tired of the uh wolf crowd i don't i don't blame you i'm getting tired of hearing it and seeing it here in america uh scan this qr code today guys and you are going to love their american patriotic company i love them hat tip to blackout coffee sponsored the show for quite some time now. So thank you very much, guys. Uh, and uh, give them hell for no, I'm just joking. Don't give them hell. Give a, give a woke, liberal idiot hell, because they deserve it. Back to the show, guys. Uh, check out this video here with uh, more of this craziness that we're seeing. Oh, my God.
0: If there's one thing Taylor Swift is going to do, it's have a good time at a Chiefs game. And clearly, the 2024 Super Bowl was no exception. But was she having a little too much fun? Some people believe that she went too far over the weekend and wow. embarrassed herself publicly by getting sloppy drunk. Taylor really let loose during the game, and you can see that in a viral clip that's been going around of her on the Jumbotron. In the video, she's suddenly down to drink with her friend Ashley Avignon, she who has joined ish. her at a Chiefs game throughout the season. Guys... Mm-mm.
2: How is, of course, they're going to throw that in there. Oh, she got sloppy trunk. She embarrassed herself. Can we talk? Right? Like Joan Rivers would say. <sighs> Isn't that what going to a Super Bowl is all about? Or a sporting event? Or some type of you know live event? Is that what it's all about? Having fun, you know, drinking with your friends, having some hot dogs and some stadium food there. That's what it's all about, is it not? But God forbid, you know, you can't say that to the liberal media like this idiot we showed. Oh, she got sloppy drunk. She embarrassed herself. Oh, did you ever embarrass yourself at an event or some type of social gathering? Oh, you're perfect, right? No. I guarantee this woman that I plugged in, you know, for the course of the show. Okay. Which made no point whatsoever in any of her videos. She's a perfect person. She doesn't get sloppy drunk with her friends. (laughs) Idioticness, guys. Guys, uh, I, I do want to thank you for dropping by. Remember, guys, uh, join us on X. Uh, I'll put the QR code up here. Um, uh, you can check out our website, guys. It's all on savagedunfiltered.com. Uh, going back to X, all our snippets, guys, uh, can be found on X, our live snippets throughout the broadcast and program here, uh, including a lot of a content. Uh, can be also found on our new website, savagedunfiltered.com. I highly suggest you check it out. All our video and audio programs are on there, uh, whether it's on Spotify, iHeart, Apple, Pandora, Audible, uh, including Rumble and X for all our video formats. So, highly suggest you check out that. Scan the QR code. All the information will be found on the website at savagedunfiltered.com. dot com. And uh, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you guys out of here because I know you got shit to do. And I will see you later. Remember, guys, be savage, not average. Take it easy, guys.